This episode of News Dump is brought to you by Feels. Okay, so CD Projekt Red has been canceled by the aliens because they were too close to the truth. That's the only thing that can explain such a sudden downfall in respect for this once great company. Yeah, you, you mean we had all those monoliths show up and then Cyberpunk came out and, well... There you go. Connect the dots, people. No, but seriously, this once beloved game developer company, it's currently on the ropes because of an absolutely catastrophic launch of one of the most anticipated games in years, Cyberpunk 2077, which now runs uh, horribly on what are considered last-gen consoles, uh, if the game even decides to run at all on those consoles. Xbone and PS4 users have been shouting from the rooftops since the day of release that it's not just downgraded graphics that are plaguing the playthroughs, it's that the game can barely run at all and is known to just crash completely in a lot of cases. Yeah, so things have gotten so bad for those people. And the reaction online has been so negative and so severe that it was announced on Thursday of this week that the PlayStation Store actually removed the digital download version of the game from its storefront and offered refunds to anyone who wanted to request one because of a subpar experience with the game. Uh, in a statement regarding their decision, Sony Interactive Entertainment said the following. SIE strives to ensure a high level of customer satisfaction. Therefore, we will begin to offer a full refund for all gamers who have purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store. SIE will also be removing Cyberpunk 2077 from PlayStation Store until further notice. Once we have confirmed that you purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store, we will begin processing your refund. I, lo I do love that in their uh, explanation, they don't just say, we'll refund everyone who bought it. They say gamers specifically. Gamers? <laughs> uh, after uh, And just after that news went public, Best Buy announced that they would be accepting returns of the physical copies of the games at their stores, even if those physical copies were opened, which is a pretty significant step because, as we said in our video earlier this week, being able to return and get a refund for a previously opened and played copy of something has been impossible for at least two decades. Yeah, it doesn't happen. This is a, a pretty big moment. What I do they even do with them? Are they sending them back to Poland? Uh, I guess so, yeah. How many polls does it take to make a functioning video game? Now, if you did purchase the game from Best Buy and you want to return it for a refund, uh, we're here to tell you that get it done quick because... Uh, the window for returns, it only extends to this coming Monday, December 21st. I mean, this is kind of a smart move on Best Buy's part, even if they are losing money, because it's like, they're getting people in their stores. Yeah, during a pandemic. Yeah. Are you going to risk your life to return this game out of spite to the company that sold it to you? You say you hate Cyberpunk, but how much do you hate Cyberpunk? <laughs> do you hate it enough to return it in enough one of our stores? Enough to expose yourself and your entire family to mm -hmm. a deadly pandemic? But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's not all that this, the Cyberpunk news we have for you. It's a cyberpunk month. Because <laughs> in the midst of all of the consumer backlash, things are apparently getting heated internally at CDPR as employees and developers have apparently become increasingly hostile towards upper management at the once prestigious games company. According to a write-up by Jason Schreier over on Bloomberg, Frustrated and angry staff fired questions at the board during an internal video meeting Thursday that opened with management apologizing for Cyberpunk 2077's disastrous launch, according to two people who were present. Developers asked blunt questions about the company's reputation, the game's unrealistic deadlines, and the relentless overtime in the months and years leading up to the game's December 10th release. The article continues, One employee asked the board why it had said in January that the game was, quote, complete and playable when that wasn't true, to which the board answered that it would take responsibility. That's a great point. <laughs> we take responsibility for that uh, small error in mm -hmm. judgment. 
No, that was a lie. What you said was a lie. Yeah. Uh, another developer asked whether CD Projekt's directors felt it was hypocritical to make a game about corporate exploitation while expecting that their employees work overtime. Based. Uh, the response was vague and noncommittal. Uh, yeah, and the whole thing, uh, that whole article, it ends with, quote, several current and former staff who worked on Cyberpunk 2077 have all said the same thing. The game's deadlines set by the board of directors were always unrealistic. It was clear to many of the developers that they needed more time. So, there you have it. Even at the end of the year, the game that was supposed to be a blessing in these trying times was instead a curse to a pretty significant amount of people. Yeah. Having said that, on PC... I have had it, it very plays few, okay. Clay's fine. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously the map is huge and lush, and like comparing the performance of Cyberpunk on my like five-year-old computer to something like Call of Duty Warzone, it is it looks worse. But mm -hmm. I'm still enjoying myself. It looks fine. Having it plays said that, well. look, and there's a lot of people out there who are it's running great on their beefy PCs or whatever or their new Xboxes. This game was entirely marketed for years to be yeah. available and playable on the X-Bone and the right. PS4, yeah, which is the huge fucking it's issue It's kind here. of baffling. It was originally supposed to come out, like... Years ago. Way before the, the current gen of consoles was even a glimmer in anyone's eyes. So. Yeah, and then these constant pushbacks where it's like, okay, we need to delay it a bit, delay it a bit, delay it a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's starting to seem like they were just delaying it until the new consoles were out so that hopefully people got them and wouldn't complain about the experience. Yeah, this, um, is, a, this is a really strong... Uh, support of um, take as much time as you want to complete this goddamn well, game no a lot of well a lot of big developers insist on only announcing projects like with a six month window mm. for release because of this because it's like unless you're already in the home stretch you shouldn't be announcing game releases because yeah. shit goes wrong that's like how uh, Bethesda was like Elder Scrolls 6 you have no idea yeah, when this well, is gonna come out that was like 2016 when they announced that shit uh, anyway, I don't, was, I don't think it was that far back. It was a but, while ago. Yeah. On the bright side, though, the CDPR employees did manage to bully management into giving them the bonuses that they technically shouldn't have gotten because of the uh, Metacritic scores. Yeah. Because it's Good. like... That, that whole bonus structure based on Metacritic is uh, fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just give them their fucking bonuses. Uh, anyway, anyways, yeah. Yeah, enough of that bummer news for now. Instead, let's shift focus over to something that's entirely positive, uplifting, and inspiring. Yeah. Shrek has been added to the Library of Congress National Film Registry for its significant contributions to both society, culture, and film history. Yeah. In its entry, the film, which will now be preserved as one of the world's best for future generations, and hopefully launched into space <laughs> yeah. to show whatever life may exist out in the universe. What the this hell is, is this? This is what Earth is all about. <laughs> that uh, donkey can talk. Yeah, it's uh, described as follows. Even by DreamWorks standards, the charm and magic of Shrek seemed extraordinary upon its initial release almost 20 years ago, and its power has yet to diminish in the intervening years. <laughs> With this story of a green-skinned, solitude-loving ogre, Shrek, who embarks on a noble quest alongside his new friend, a lovable donkey, <laughs> the film manages to be both a send-up of fairy tale tropes and an affectionate tribute to them. Entertaining and emotionally impactful at levels to be appreciated by both children and their adults, Shrek was a mega hit upon its release and has been followed by three equally enchanting sequels, a TV holiday special, and a Broadway adaptation. Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, and Cameron Diaz lead the strong voice cast. And that's how it will remain described in the Library of Congress for generations. I mean, listen, people say, like, oh, DreamWorks, never going to be as good as Pixar, but, like, 
When's the last time you heard anyone talk about a bug's life? <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you heard anybody talk about um, Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. Shrek? Shrek's a daily sighting on the internet. You can't, you can't their, browse more than five minutes without seeing a Shrek. In their acceptance speech, DreamWorks said, Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me. Yeah. We weren't the sharpest tools in the shed. But now look at us. We're in the Library of Congress. And by extension, Smash Mouth is in the Library of Congress. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, now, we should probably state the obvious here. This film absolutely wouldn't have made it onto this list and into the Library of Congress if it weren't turned into a meme that kept the popularity strong for a solid 20 years. Yeah, there's, since it was there's even an annual Shrek Fest. Yes. As you're aware, this is one of, if not the most memed movies ever released, spawning Shrek, Shrek conventions and an actual Shrek Fest, among other things. So yes, we'll say it. This is all the internet's fault. And we're very proud of each and every one of you for doing your part to make this film a bigger part of history and confusing the hell out of generations of people hundreds of years from now. Yeah. Anyways, uh, in addition to Shrek, the only movie that really matters here, uh, here are some of the other films that made their way onto the National Film Registry this year. Uh, Buena Vista Social Club, which is a great documentary about Cuban music. Mm -hmm. The Blues Brothers, a great uh, documentary about uh, smashing cars. And fighting uh, the Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> yeah. the Nazis. Uh, Clockwork Orange, great. Dark Knight, great. Grease, okay. The Hurt Locker, Joy Luck Club, and The Man with the Golden Arm, the Quibi uh, short. No, 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 <laughs> it's not the Quibi one. No, The Man with the Golden Arm starring Frank Sinatra. Uh, there were a bunch of others, too. Yeah. And if you're asking yourselves, why mention The Man with the Golden Arm starring Frank Sinatra? Yeah, it's it's pretty much to make fun of that Quibi show. No, but it wasn't. No, no, also, we were mentioning it because it makes for a nice segue into this absolutely absurd headline here. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Creed Scott staff to play Frank Sinatra in upcoming Ronald Reagan biopic. <laughs> I mean, do we even dare go any further than the headline? Look, be a lady tonight. <laughs> I mean, I'm already <laughs> sold uh, on at least watching a couple of clips of his performance once they inevitably find their way onto Reddit and Twitter. I don't know if we need to dig deeper than this, yeah. but here we go anyway. It's a biopic about Ronald Reagan, and the project will, quote, include a scene in which Stapp will perform as Sinatra at the famed Coconut Grove at a time when Ronald Reagan was president of the Screen Actors Guild and the club was a staple of old Hollywood. Reagan stars Dennis Quaid in the titular role and is planned for a 2021 release. Uh, does Scott Stapp even look at all like... Frank Sinatra? That's movie magic, baby. I always have thought... We gotta get a singer. I've always thought that Chris Pine should play Frank Sinatra in a movie, because he actually does look a lot like young Frank Sinatra. But does he sing? I'm sure he could figure it out. These actors are all fucking lunatics. No, they they're... were like, we gotta get someone that, that can sing really, really great. And exactly like Frank Sinatra, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Anyways, regarding the role, Creed singer Scott Stapp had this to say. Sinatra in performance mode was an exercise in restraint. He was this steely, stylish swagger, and his sheer presence commanded a room. I was excited to join the cast and blown away by the onset attention to detail, style, and overall production. Which is a hilariously poised statement, considering the film is being directed by the, <laughs> the guy whose recent work includes uh, Cats and Dogs 3, Paws United, Alien Stole My Body, Bratz, a bunch of baby genius movies, 13 episodes of That's So Raven, and our personal favorite, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain, which yeah. co-starred the the great Hulk Hogan. <laughs> was uh, that was that the one he was in? Yeah, great. he was the villain. Um, so off to a great start. Can't wait. Can't wait for this Ronald Reagan biopic featuring Frank Sinatra. Hopefully, yeah. there's a scene where his wife gives 
Scott's tap uh, a Hummer in the back of a tour bus while he's sitting next to Kid Rock. Yeah. Take a little bit of Scott's tap's That's personal not, history. That, uh, that joke is not a non sequitur. Actually, there's there's, there's a lot of crossover yeah. there. There's several layers. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, was that imagery a little too much for you? Well, it's time to relax. Calm down, let your mind rest a little bit. Luckily, today's sponsor can help you do just that because this episode is brought to you by Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Their premium CBD will help keep your head clear and help you feel your best, and it's conveniently delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I mean, this year's been rough for all of us, and, and for us personally, all the writing, editing, and doom scrolling it takes to produce this show, why, it keeps yeah. us up at night. A lot of sleepless nights, I'd say. Mm -hmm. That's why we were very excited to partner with Feels. They sent us some product to test out, and ooh, it mellowed us out real quick. Yeah. And if you're new to CBD, they offer a free hotline to help guide your personal experience. Or if you just need someone to talk to. Yeah. Feels works naturally to help you feel better, and there's no high hangover or addiction. Join the Feels community and get their premium CBD delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has us feeling our best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash newsdump, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash newsdump to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash newsdump. All right, now back into the news with the biggest news ever to rock not one, but two long-standing media titans to their very core. Mm -hmm. The world of film and comic books will never be the same again because of one man who was brave enough to do the impossible. One man whose vision was so unwavering, so clear, so bold, so brave, that no one could say no. No one could tell him no. Ladies and gentlemen, leave the world you thought you knew behind. Return all of the Academy Awards and all of the Pulitzer Prizes and leave your preconceived notions about your favorite legacy superheroes at the door. Because, folks, Batman is going to say the N-word. Uh, sorry, wrong headline. <laughs> Batman is going to say the F-word. The curse or the slur? He's going to say the gay slur, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he's going to say fuck. I mean, we don't know. All well, we know yeah. is F-word. That would actually be surprising. Yeah. It's like, well, that really took me out of the movie when <laughs> Batman was wildly homophobic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Thanks to director Zack Snyder and his version of the Justice League, you are going to hear the Cake Crusaders say the fuck word, or the other one. <laughs> and there's nothing that you or anyone else can do about it. Uh, this is this is what you wanted, after all. Yeah. Gritty, edgy. Very edgy. Uh, and you know what? As dumb as this is, you would have at least hoped that Snyder might have kept this a secret, because at the very least, it had the potential to actually be a shocking moment. Very few things are shocking these days, but hearing Batman say fuck in a theater, unexpectedly. That's something that might have actually really shocked Wait, me. he's not supposed to do that? Whoa! Yeah. But instead, he just told everyone it's going to happen, and now we all know, and who cares? We're just going to be sitting there in the theater being like, is, is he going to say it? Is he going to say it? Yeah. And yeah, it'll probably be something stupid, too. Like, there he is. There's the fucking Joker. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you can't tell, we still think this is not going to live up to any of the hype, so no. we're just going to keep trying to not talk about it. Until ridiculous news stories about it pop up and force us to continue our mockery, like this story. Batman's gonna say fuck. Oh my gosh, guys. Wow. Well, let's see Marvel answer to that. <laughs> uh, anyways, on to far more important news regarding Warner Brothers and their parent company, Warner Media. You're welcome, everyone. 
You're welcome. Because if we've learned anything through the campaign to allow Zack Snyder to redo the Justice League, it's that complaining to a multi-billion dollar company online actually works and actually convinces them to change their mind in significant business-altering ways. Mm -hmm. So you're welcome. We are taking full credit for the news that HBO Max is finally coming to Roku. Activism works. Yeah, online, <laughs> online slacktivism can change one thing. Warner Media's uh, mm -hmm. uh, vibe on whatever they're currently yeah. producing or well, working. We can't on. lose this Ricky guy. <laughs> this guy seems really angry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess what didn't even have to reinstall it. It literally just flipped from the old HBO app to yeah. HBO Max. I logged in, and you know what? I've been enjoying it. I got to finally watch How to with John Wilson, great show, which is one of my fa already one of my favorite shows of the year. It's fantastic. The, the first episode is a masterpiece. The second episode solves a problem I didn't know existed. <laughs> it doesn't really solve it, just kind of points it out to everyone that hasn't uh, even... So I've been to New York a lot, and I yeah. noticed scaffolding all over the place, yeah. but I always thought of it as something temporary because I'm only there for a few days. Yeah. How long could this possibly be up for? Well, that uh, it, it goes into all of that and then gets real serious down in New Orleans. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to wa continue watching it. It is, uh, so far, an incredible show. And then I started watching, I got through the first two episodes of the documentary series about Heaven's Gate. Incredible oh, documentary I, I series. I didn't even know about that. And then next week I get Wonder Woman 1984. So look, as a consumer, I'm finally pleased. Yeah, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a white male aged 18 to 40. Listen to what I have to say. I don't know. By my standards, 2020, great year. <laughs> Anyone else think this is the greatest I, year? I don't know what everyone's so pissed off about. I have all this Virus? content. Virus? What? Uh, Anyways, now for a few more news tidbits from the world of entertainment this week. Uh, here's a quick update on the simp drama that's been playing out over on Twitch. As you can probably imagine, the news that Twitch would be banning the word simp had pretty much the exact opposite effect on the word than was intended, as reported by streaming and esports analytics company Streamhatched, whose data showed that the term had nearly doubled in usage on the website since the ban was first announced. Quote, following its ban, chat mentions of simp doubled compared to the previous 15-day average. Yeah, it shows uh, that, like, the previous 15 days, the word simp was uttered via chat around 70,000 times a day. Still uh, too much. Yeah, but you're talking about millions of uh, people and streams yeah. and all that. Uh, it doubled to around 145,000 the day after they did it. So uh, Twitch also released a statement clarifying exactly what was a bannable offense relating to the usage of the word in an attempt to calm everyone down and stop being mocked incessantly because now Twitch itself was being cyberbullied and boy, they didn't like it. Uh, quote, we wanted to clear up any misunderstandings about language that can be used on Twitch. At the core of it, we're focused on doing what we can to protect our community from harassment. We do not have a blanket ban on the use of words like simp in casual banter, but will take action when words like this, amongst others, are used to harass and harm community members. So that there you sense. go. Yeah. Also, I'd like to apologize to the people of Australia and New Zealand. Uh, I, I said that the Twitch COO was Australian. That was a slip of the tongue. I knew she was from New Zealand. It was literally my brain flipped it around. And I, mm -hmm. I deeply apologize to everyone in the Anzac uh, region for uh, mixing you all up. Yeah. Nothing but respect. What is it? What's the term in the newspaper? Like fixes and omissions or something? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Sorry, that's our part of it. Yeah. Yeah, we screwed up and uh, we apologize. You know, countless other YouTube channels they would just gloss over it and go yeah, on about their days. Just, they wouldn't say sorry. No accountability. They wouldn't do anything. But we we hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, over in Jackass 4 news. Yep, that's right. Uh, there's a Jackass 4. These boys, who are now 
kind of old men <laughs> yeah. from Jackass are actually attempting to make yet another movie. And it's apparently off to a pretty rough, if not completely predictable start, as two of the main stars of the franchise, Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O, have already been hospitalized after only two days into production. <laughs> yeah. uh, according yeah. to a post from Bam Margera from the set, Knoxville and Steve-O were apparently trying to jump onto a moving treadmill while carrying musical instruments, <laughs> like band instruments, like yeah. a tuba, yeah. uh, when they sustained their hospital-worthy injuries. So, guys, look, I love you guys a lot. Like, Jackass Some of the best 4, movies Jackass of all time. Jackass 4, like, on paper sounds amazing, but please don't fucking die. Like this, that you don't would need suck. to do this. That would suck. You don't need yeah. to do this. Like we were all happy with all with the three Jackass movies and Bad Grandpa. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah, it's enough. Anyways, finally today, uh, the now famous rant from Hollywood star and Lord Zeno himself, Tom Cruise, where he berates crew members working on the latest Mission Impossible franchise film for apparently breaking COVID-19 ghost protocols while <laughs> on set. Uh, you can find the actual audio in the description below, but. Uh, I don't know who technically owns this. It seems like the, the sun, sun does, yeah. and I don't want to like have Fuck them the all over us. Uh, here's the gist of what he said. Uh, quote, we are the gold standard. They're back there in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every fucking studio at night. Insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you motherfuckers. I don't ever want to see it again, ever. And if you do it, you're fired. If I see you do it again, you're fucking gone. And anyone on this crew does it, that's it. And you too, and you too, and you. If you ever do it again, that's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people who are losing their fucking homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night. The future of this fucking industry. So I'm sorry, but I am beyond your apologies. I have told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. Um, he definitely rehearsed this in his head. If not, yeah, yeah, yeah. if not, had it written down and this is like, some schoolboy on the bus gonna tell a bully off bullshit. Like, yeah, it, it is. It's too perfect. Like, and he look. I want to start by saying, he's not wrong. No. He, yeah. On the surface level, I'm like, yeah, sure, hell yeah, Tom. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad you're taking this seriously. You should be. You're there. the lightning rod of hostility for actually making sure that people are following the correct protocols on set because it's true. Yeah. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of jobs related to this, probably the biggest movie in current in production currently. Mm -hmm. And they are setting a standard for other films that will be made and TV shows that will be made in Hollywood. He's not wrong, but yeah. he went around it in a, in a pretty... It was very weird. Yeah. It, he, <laughs> the, man, the man has uh, uh, quite an ego. Yes. And uh, also, I didn't realize this, but uh, uh, Leah Remini, the, the ex-Scientologist, who's, yeah. uh, I've been watching her Netflix show, uh, Scientology, The Aftermath, which is fucking fascinating. Yes. But uh, she she came out, like, right after this. She's just like, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Tom, he believes that uh, the only reason you get sick is from, like, having... Suppressive your, people. Yeah, like, suppressive people around you and from, like, yeah. your thetans being off. Like, that's what Scientologists actually believe. So, yeah. like, he doesn't believe in... You know, COVID nineteen. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking that this is a big, you know, dog and pony show for people in the industry to not fuck around. And like they're using yeah. Tom Cruise as like a a lightning rod. Be like, Tom Cruise can take it. He already knows that a lot of people fucking hate him. Yeah. He, look, one of the greatest action movie stars of all time. But he is he's a Scientologist and kind of not a great person. Sorry. He also uh, he. 
I, we quickly forget that, like, over the summer, he did that whole weird, like, PR video on his Instagram where he's like, time to go to the movies. The movies are back, folks. And, like, went to the movie theater. He's like, look, I'm wearing a mask. I'm wearing gloves. No SPs Having here. a great time. Like, that was easy. Yeah. We should all go to the movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, like, look, again, messaging of it, weird, kind of, saying the right things. But it was funny. I was talking about it on my stream the other day, and I was like, you think this is bad? You should go watch uh, fucking what's-his-name. Christian, Christian Bale, Bale's Terminator Salvation rant. That's a real rant. That was, like... Passion. You could, yeah, and, like, off, freak the, out off the cuff, mm -hmm. improvised. And then he charges at the guy like he's going to punch him? Yeah, like, he was he was genuinely pissed, which, like, Tom Cruise... like Over he, a lighting guy. Tom Cruise, definitely, you can tell he's, like, accentuating words, and, like, he's, going, he's, like, dramatically pissed. Christian Bale, in the Terminator rant, was, like, genuinely fucking infuriated and, like, threatening to fight, uh, like, the gaffer... <laughs> Yeah. And the DP. And it also spawned one of the greatest techno remixes of all time. What don't you fucking understand? I'm gonna fucking kick your fucking ass. McGee! <laughs> Come over and tell him he's wrong. Uh, I didn't classic. see I didn't see what was going on. I didn't yeah, <laughs> I was walking into the light. Yeah. Uh anyways, uh yeah, leave your own opinions about the Tom Cruise rant below. Or don't. It doesn't really matter. Uh, anyways, that's it for News Dump this week. Uh, please be sure to check out our most recent episode of Tech News Day. We covered a bunch of stuff in there, uh, as well as the uh, episode from earlier in the week. We'll be back with some more Weekly Weird News coming up soon. And uh, then again, the, the next week is going to be our, our freaking last week of this godforsaken year. Yep. Uh, we're going to take some time off, only to then restart uh, making videos for another year, which will certainly be godforsaken. This will surely be the year where everything changes. <laughs> No, we've been saying that for like the last five years. Like every every year, the last five years, like wow, that fucking sucked. But this next one, things are gonna look up. Everything's gonna change finally, folks. Nope, yeah. it's probably gonna be shit again. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, that's it. Check out these videos over here. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. Bye.